welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. I'm so glad that you're here for another episode of the Homecoming Podcast. And today we're going to be focused on coping with anxiety related to the coronavirus and coping with uncertainty. We are dealing with difficult and challenging times, and it is so important for us to be mindful about our mental health, our emotional, our spiritual health, and the the health of our loved ones. And so many people are on lockdown, are trying to practice social distancing, and for some that can really trigger Uh, feelings of isolation, uh, feelings of depression. For those who have experienced trauma, have gone through periods in your life or moments in your life of extreme powerlessness, uh, it can heighten uh, that feeling of despair and worry. And so I want you to know that there are really some key things that we can do to continue our journey home even in the face of uncertainty, even uh, in the face of the spread of virus, and for many people also dealing with uh, the realities of distrust, um, not being certain about the information that they are receiving um, or who or what to trust. And so I am glad that you are here, and I want you to know as you listen that there are people And this is the blessing of technology. There are people all over the globe who are listening with you and that we are a community of co-journers together. So wherever you find yourself, whether you are alone, whether you are with uh, family or friends, or whether you may even be uh, locked in with people who uh, drain you or disturb you or distract you from the journey home, I want you to know that there are those who are on the journey with you. And together we are uh, sending love and sending blessing to each other. And so let us center in and think about some of the important ways that we can take care of ourselves. Uh, The first one I'm going to talk about is your mental support. And so really uh, supporting your mindset and choosing uh, not just what pops in your mind, but I can choose what I allow my mind to dwell on or to focus on. And so the first thing I want you to really think about is uh, being strategic about how and when you get your information. Um, because there can be a such thing as media overload, uh, where a lot of times we are taking in, and now, you know, the news is 24 hours, 
So some people have that continuously playing in the background of their days and that can heighten your stress and anxiety. So you want to be informed, but not overloaded. So you can decide for yourself what that means in terms of the number of times you want to check the news. Uh, Some people may say, well, once a day, I can kind of find out what generally is going on, but also thinking about not only how often I'm checking the news, but what are my sources, right? And so it's very important uh, for us to go to trustworthy sources um, where it is not just uh, commentary uh, on the news of the day, but real information. Uh, not only that, you want to um, protect my mind uh, really also is about uh, exercising my boundaries. And so uh, a lot of people now feel they have constant access to you because pretty much people are at home. And so you want to be thoughtful about um, who are you speaking to? Uh, who are you calling? Who are you texting? Uh, Whose calls are you receiving? Who are you responding to? Uh, And even in the home, uh, there are times where you really may need some time for self-reflection, even in a home with other people, being able uh, to determine ways for solitude. And that may look different depending on how many people are around you uh, and what your culture is, what the social situation is. But guarding my my mind and my mental health means that I recognize uh, that the presence of some people for me is very peaceful, is encouraging, is affirming, may even be playful in some ways, or even some people, I trust the information that they bring. Um, and so uh, that is a, a blessing, an asset, a gift to me. And then there are other social connections uh, that can really intensify uh, a sense of despair and a sense of anxiety. So trying to balance that, just like you're balancing your consumption of news, you want to balance your uh, social connections. And then thinking about ways to feed your mind, um, which can also be feeding your spirit. A lot of people are not able to work. And so um, while some time may be uh, spent relaxing, uh, watching television shows or movies, um, that there is also uh, something that can be edifying about feeding my mind and feeding my spirit. Uh, What are the things that I can read that are nourishing? What are the things that I can watch that Uh, are nourishing. And that may be that they're uh, serious documentaries, but it could also be comedy if I am feeding myself joy, if I'm cultivating uh, joy. So being mindful about uh, not only news and social relationships, but even what I am using for entertainment or to edify me, uh, what I am focusing my mind and my energy on because those things can shift me, right? What you read can shift you. What you watch can shift you. What you listen to can shift you, which is why I am honored and excited that you are listening with us 
uh, to this podcast. And so looking at other ways to support uh, your mental health. And as we think about supporting our mental health, there are a number of videos online uh, that are also helpful in terms of guided meditations. Uh, there are a number of apps, whether you think about uh, Calm is one, C-A-L-M. Another one is Stop, Breathe, and Think. And the gift of that one is they give you a little questionnaire first to see uh what, how you're feeling and what's on your mind. And then based on how you're feeling, they will recommend a particular guided meditation. Uh, for those who prefer a faith-based meditation or a Christian meditation, Abide, A-B-I-D-E, is a free app with Christian meditations. Um, and those who are um, people of color, um, who come from marginalized communities, uh, there is an app called Liberate, and Liberate is uh, a mindfulness, a meditation app that is particularly focused on communities of color. And so looking at ways uh, to calm myself and also with music, not only uh, instrumental uh, music, vocal music, and the gift of singing yourself which takes me into another strategy, uh, which is use of the expressive arts. Now uh, is a great time to put on music and dance. This is a good season uh, to reclaim your pen and write poetry. Um, I have been in a series uh, for myself um, of writing a psalm a day or writing a poem a day and letting whatever is uh, bubbling up in me come up on the paper, come out. Um, so you can think about instead of trying to just distract yourself from what you're feeling, to be able to express what you're feeling through your art. Also with the visual arts, uh, if you have old magazines laying around, making collages, uh, painting, sketching, all of these photography you know, if just in your house or if you're uh, in a situation where you can go for a walk or step outside, taking pictures of uh, things that you find uh, beautiful, or even if you see images around you that are concerning, being able to capture those images um, is a way of not just holding what I'm feeling within me. And so artistic expression um, is a wonderful way of releasing some of the anxiety uh, because as I tweeted earlier this week, we often hold stress in our bodies and we may uh, stay busy or distracted, but all of that can show up in our physical and mental health. And so when I don't want to just hold that in, um, then I can express it through my artistry. And related to meditation, I want to say that our spiritual paths are also a great way for us to uh, deal with the unknown um, and our fears and anxieties um, is to focus on our prayers and both uh, spoken prayers and silent prayers, uh, the speaking of our concerns and also just the being still and listening and allowing our souls uh, to truly be nourished. 
uh, as we are taking care of ourselves during this time and journeying home to ourselves, I want to encourage you to think also about your physical health. And that can include getting rest. I know some people have been joking that uh, they're taking many naps a day, uh, but some of us are still staying up late and waking up early. And so giving yourself permission to rest. And uh, sometimes the anxiety is keeping you up, but I want to let you know that even if your mind won't let you rest, that there can be such a gift to letting your body rest. So laying down and allowing uh, yourself to do even what we call progressive muscle relaxation. So you focus on each area of the body and center in on tensing those muscles and then letting them go. Because many of you, even as you listen now, you may become aware that you've been sitting there holding your breath or breathing with a very shallow breath. Um, or some of you may become aware even now that you've been holding tension in your body, uh, that uh, some people may be leaning forward, um, or you may be holding your back really tight. Many of us hold it in our neck and shoulders, um, or uh, wrinkling up, crinkling our forehead, or our jaws being tight. And so allowing uh, your body to rest and then as your body relaxes and rests, you may also find your mind and spirit being able to rest. Uh, there are some instrumental uh, videos online called soaking. So soaking music. Um, there are some where people are talking, but if you're really trying to sleep or trying to kind of usher yourself into rest, the instrumental ones are beautiful for that. You also want to be mindful about what you're eating. And many people have also been talking on social media about the challenges of that out of boredom and anxiety. Um, a lot of people find themselves snacking throughout the day, just looking for something to do or a way to calm yourself. Uh, and so being aware of that, not in a judgmental way or a harsh way, um, but uh, to really attend to Am I actually hungry, right? Am I really hungry or, or is it that um, I'm bored? And then what are the ways I can deal with my boredom? Uh, one of the quotes that I put out um, a couple of years ago is, you're too gifted to be bored. You're too gifted to be bored. And I want you to know that uh, each of us on this journey have uh, deferred dreams have dreams that we have put off or that have been postponed by a situation or circumstance. Uh, each of us at some point have visions, um, uh, things that we could do that make us come alive. And so I would encourage you to think uh, during this time when you're feeling bored, uh, what are your gifts? What are your visions? What are your dreams? Uh, and are there ways that you can give yourself permission during this time to cultivate those, not in the sense of empty busyness, uh, because some people have uh, talked about from the perspective of decolonized psychology um, that, you know, kind of a capitalistic culture keeps us busy and running in circles. So I'm not talking about empty busyness, but I am talking about 
centering in on purpose, on creativity, on gift, on things that actually feed me, that as I'm doing them, I feel more alive. They are the things that I am passionate about. And if your life circumstance has been such that you never were able to discover what those things are, since you are uh, trapped in some ways anyway, since you are indoors anyway, to start to explore uh, different outlets and different topics, different genres to see what speaks to you. And often it is not that we are unaware, but that we have forgotten or distracted, become distracted by the busyness of life. And so now that things have really slowed down by force, to see within us, not just what fears come up, but what dreams come up, uh, not just what fears come up, but what passions, uh, what are the gifts that you have that perhaps have been dormant because you have been so busy trying to take care of others or so busy with your job uh, that there are aspects of ourselves we lost sight of. And in this season of forced <laughs> stillness, how can I begin to cultivate and turn into those areas of my life? So you want to rest. Uh, you want to be mindful of what you're eating. You want to connect to doing the things that you love, that uh, excite you and fulfill you. And then you also want some movement um, in your body. And so again, if we're feeling uh, stuck and closed off, often the trauma and stress um, are contained. And so that uh, movement for those who can, again, go, if it's safe to go outside, to go for a walk, uh, just getting uh, in the air and still operating with the social uh, distancing, but uh, going for a walk or if you need to stay indoor stretching, uh, dancing. Uh, some people are, you know, will do aerobics. If you have weights in your house or anything can be a weight, you can lift books. Um, but getting active uh, within your physical body and then really the uh, importance of community. What I was starting to allude to earlier, um, I was dealing with boundaries of who of us taking time for ourselves, but also it can be such a gift and a blessing to connect with others. And now with technology, uh, we can still do that. So whether that is by calls or by text, whether it's through social media, uh, and there are communities that are online as well. And so looking for ways um, to stay connected, uh, to be able to remind ourselves uh, that we are in it together and that we are not uh, alone. And so as we center in on those realities, I want you to know that uh, it is true that some of us can get especially triggered uh, during these times. Some people call triggers awakenings or reminders of other times in your life where you felt fearful um, or powerless or hopeless. And so when you find that happening, uh, whether that shows up in uh, a sense of despair 
or tearfulness or panic attack, I want to first invite you to show compassion for yourselves and for us to come out of comparison. Because sometimes we'll say, oh, well, this person is so strong or I want to be like that person. Um, and for us to recognize the gift and blessing of being ourselves that uh, some people are disconnected from our from their emotions. And so sometimes we idealize that. But I want you to know those of us who feel things deeply, um, who may have been called sensitive, um, that there is a gift in that as well, because a part of coming home is reconnecting to who you are. And so what you are feeling and what you are thinking um, are important sources of information about where you are really, instead of just that answer of I'm fine or I'm good. And so when you feel yourself, though, becoming overwhelmed or tense, uh, we can look at turning our attention to our breath and centering in on taking uh, deep, full breaths. Uh, we can also think about what in psychology we call a grounding object. So what is an object that you have um, that has a good memory for you, um, that may connect, may connect you to someone, um, who is special to you. So it may be, um, a gift that you received from, um, a parent or a loved one or a friend. Um, it could be now a lot of people have the rocks that have uh, words written on them. Um, it could be a candle. Um, it could be, um, a prayer, uh, cloth, uh, a prayer shawl. So, Whatever it is, for some of you, it may be flowers. So thinking about a calming object that when you are feeling overwhelmed, you can reach for, that you can hold that as you're centering in on your breath. Another important reminder during those times is for us to be gentle with ourselves. Because as I said, if you're feeling stressed and then judging yourself for feeling stressed, uh, then we have uh, layered our difficulties. So instead, when I feel that anxiety or that worry coming up about like what is going to happen, to give myself grace that uh, I am not making a mountain out of a molehill, right? Like this, this is a real issue. It is, it is serious. Um, and a lot of it we don't know. And so when I have those moments um, of feeling overwhelmed or panicked, that uh, that's valid. It makes sense. And so I, I give instead of giving myself judgment, I give myself compassion. I give myself kindness. I look at myself with gentleness. Not only that, uh, when you are feeling uh, overwhelmed, thinking of an affirmation, um, a positive saying, and I encourage you to find your affirmation or your verse. Uh, that means something to you when you're not in that state. Because when you're feeling overwhelmed, then it's hard to go try to find something, right? So it may be a line out of a poem. It may be a line out of a song. Uh, it may be a scripture verse. It may be an affirmation you write yourself. Um, but that something that you can speak to yourself, uh, especially in those moments of distress. And it's important uh, that your affirmation is something that you believe. 
And so, because if I'm repeating something that I don't believe, it's going to make me more stressed, right? So it doesn't have to be um, something that is perfect or like that uh, ignores the reality of things, uh, but something that speaks life to me, even in the midst of the challenges. So as we are uh, thinking about taking care of ourselves uh, during these challenging times, I want you to also, I invite you to also think about flexibility. Uh, many of us, especially those who are trauma survivors, um, can be controlling or try to control things. Um, and so when we are dealing with the unknown, it can intensify our anxiety because we had plans, right? You had plans about what 2020 was going to look like. You had plans about uh, what this year was going to look like for you professionally or for your family life or financially. And when uh, those plans get disrupted um, and for a time period we are uncertain about, that can be really overwhelming. And so uh, instead of me rigidly clinging to the plan uh, when that is no longer an option, um, then it is important for me uh, to embrace flexibility. Uh, one of the quotes I wrote, I think a few years ago was, blessed is she who is flexible or she will not be stressed out. <laughs> blessed is she or he who is flexible because they will not be stressed out. And so uh, we can give ourselves permission to grieve uh, the plans that are not coming into fruition. Uh, we can give ourselves permission to feel uh, the sadness about that and uh, also to start practicing uh, flexibility in terms of just entertaining, uh, envisioning myself with a different timetable, right? So if I thought I was going to have this amount of money saved by this time and like clearly that's not going to happen. OK, I can grieve that and then start to visualize myself starting over. Right. Starting again. Um, if I had in my mind that I was going to uh, finish these credits or units for those who are in school and now things have gotten mixed up with the school or that there are these uh, uncertainties and delays to just start to visualize what if it doesn't happen until next year or next semester? And instead of just being in a place of panic about that, to just see myself, to see myself uh, doing those things in the future, even though I was hoping it would be in the present. Uh, and also, I would say along with flexibility, uh, looking for the opportunity in it. Um, so what does this give me the opportunity for, um, whether that is spending time with my family, um, whether that is determining, is this path I've been on really even the path I want to be on? And so there is uh, an opportunity for reflection uh, that we have as well. And so we continue uh, forward in our flexibility and our opportunity mindset and also in our gratitude. Gratitude is a great way of combating uh, anxiety and depression. And so I encourage you 
uh, each day at the end of the day to reflect on three things that you are grateful for for that day. Some of you want to make want to keep a gratitude journal where you write those things down and uh, really taking in, you know, I give thanks. I give thanks uh, for my family uh, being safe. Um, I give thanks that I had something to eat. I give thanks that I have uh, shelter over my head. I give thanks that I have someone I can call. Uh, and so what are those things? And if those aren't, if, if you don't have those things, then think about what you can be grateful for. Uh, those pieces are so important. And I want uh, to end on today with a meditation for you. Uh, briefly, this is called a loving kindness meditation. And so I encourage you uh, to become comfortable in your chair or sitting on a cushion on the floor, sitting with a relaxed but straight posture with your shoulders relaxed. Allow your hands to rest comfortably in your lap. And I invite you to gently close your eyes or lower your gaze. As you settle into the awareness of your body and becoming aware of your breath and feel what is happening in your body right now. Noticing where you are within your body, what you are carrying in your body, being open to whatever you're experiencing in the body in this moment. And as you are aware of your body, connecting to your breath, noticing the wave-like movements of your belly, your rib cage, and your chest as you allow the breath to come in and out. And from this place, we begin to open ourselves to loving kindness, opening our hearts to compassion for ourselves and for others. I want you, I invite you in this time to really be kind and generous to yourself and to picture yourself covered in goodness. To just picture goodness around you from the top of your head going all the way down to the soles of your feet. And that goodness that is around you, I invite you to experience it as love. That you choose in this moment to surround yourself with love or to be aware, to become aware of the love that already exists around you. 
And that goodness and that love is not limited by who you have in your life. It is much larger than that. So this is not an issue of whether you are partnered or single. It is not an issue about if you have family or friends. But it is a limitless, infinite love that does exist and that we can choose to take in to ourselves. So as you get an image of yourself in your mind, I invite you to wish yourself well by extending words and thoughts of loving kindness to yourself. So in your mind, if it feels right for you, you can repeat these words in your mind. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be held in loving kindness. May I feel connected and calm. May I accept myself just as I am. May I be happy. May I know the joy of being alive. May I know peace. May I know grace. May I know compassion. May I know that there is love around me and in me. May I be filled with love and kindness. May I be filled with love and kindness. And now bringing this moment to a close, we come back to the reality of our bodies sitting where they are and our breath flowing as it is. That in the midst of all that is happening around us in the world, in the country, in our city, in our homes, that we receive loving kindness for ourselves. Cleansing breath. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. <laughs>